If you can still love somebody that you know very well, you know their you know, absurdities, you know their foolishness. If you can love at that level, if charity begins there, if love can be done there, you can do love any other place. It will not be difficult to do it elsewhere. Unfortunately, many times, love at home is difficult because of the same thing, because of the very things that I just talked about. There are many of us go out and love others. We love them because we don't even know them. That's why we love them. <laughs> we show love to them because we don't know, you know, that they are not so good the way we see them. And they also love us because they don't really know that we are not so good the way they see us. If they were to know us, if we were to know them, we would not be that loving. So may the Lord help us to love in the house, to love at home, to love in the family, for charity, for love to be in us and to be expressed out of us in the family, then we'll be able to love as Jesus commands us to love. So Jesus, in that scripture, John 13, 34, he was talking about the practical aspect of love here. Because the words of Jesus in John 13, 34 to 35 was at a special place. His words were at a special place. Where? John 13, 1. If we read John 13, 1, it says, Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own, who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Let me read that again. Again, the question is, where did Jesus make those comments? Or where did he say those words? The words, the new commandment I give to you, that you love one another that as I have loved you, that you love one another. By these, all we know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Where did he say that? When did he say that? What were the circumstances around that time? John 13, 1. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own, who were in the world, he loved them to the end. So this was at the end. This was actually, really, at the very, very end. Amen. This was the night of his denier. This was the, a day before his crucifixion. This was a farewell talk, farewell conversation. From John 13 to John 17, Jesus was talking to his what? His family. He was talking to his family. But I can imagine here, even though the scripture is like, I see it was just the 12 disciples that were there. I believe, um, you know, there were many other disciples around in that place. Amen. Because he was talking to his family. And who are his family? Those that do the will of God. Oh, your family wants to see you. Your brother and uh, mother, they want to see you. They are waiting outside. He was busy teaching. And they said, your family wants to see you. Then he looked around, pointing to everyone that he was talking to, and pointing to the people. He said, who are my mother and my brother? These who listen to the word of God and do them, who do the will of my father. This is my family. This is my family. Now, for some of us, that's, 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 that's a, little, a little too deep or a little too difficult for us to understand. I hope you know that 
the family of God, your Christian brother, your Christian sister, is to be loved above your own natural family. Again, these are not simple things that we can just comprehend with our mind. The Holy Spirit will have to reveal that to us. If not, we'll be like, I don't understand. You know, even if you like, even if you kind of hear it and take it, you don't practice it because you have not really received it. You have not understood it. Now, Jesus, just at the end of his life on earth, just before the day of his crucifixion, was sitting down with his family. He says what? Having loved his own, who are in the world, his own. Who are his own? His family, the disciples, those who love God. These are the people that he was speaking to. I mean, the words that you speak, the words that people speak when they are just about to die, especially those who know that they are going, they are powerful words, you know. They are not simple words. They are very passionate, powerful words. I mean, that's when you talk about some serious matters. You even reveal some secrets that you haven't spoken about in years. You know, when King David was about to die, he called uh, Solomon, his son. He spoke to him some serious words. He gave him some things that, take note of this person. Take note of that person. Watch out for that person. Be careful of that person. That person, if he does this, make sure you deal with him. And he said, some other person, he said, oh, that person was so kind to me. Make sure you even invite that person to the table. He was speaking to him secret things, serious matters. So Jesus here was speaking to his family. Now, this is John 13, 34 to 35 that we read. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. He didn't start talking about love until after someone who was in the family but did not know love, did not know Christ, had left. He wasn't talking about love until who left? Until Judas had left. John 13, before 34, before verse 34, we see it in verse 30. Having received the piece of bread, he then went out immediately, and it was night. Who went out? Judas went out. So when he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified. Amen. So he was talking, Jesus was talking about this serious matter, the question of love with his family. Amen. You know, when he was washing their feet, Judas was there. Even though he washed his own feet too, but he said something. What did he say? All of you are clean except one. So he was indicating that even the one that he was washing his feet had not taken a bath. Amen. He said he has not taken a bath, so he wasn't clean. Even though he washed his feet, he wasn't clean. Again, saying all of this to say to you that love begins in the house. Love begins at home. And Jesus was talking about this matter, this serious matter, with his family. That was when he talked a lot about the Holy Spirit. And he even prayed for them in John 17. It was the day before his crucifixion. It was a whole night, a whole long time speaking with them. Right after that, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane, where he was arrested. Hmm. Having loved his own, having loved his own family who were in the world, he loved them perfectly. To the end there means he loved them perfectly. 
He loved them perfectly. So that verse 35, John 13, 35 says, By these all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. What kind of love? The same love that I have loved you with or the same love that I have shown you in these past three years. I can just imagine how many instances, how many moments and events, situations he had shown them love. Love just as I have loved you. He didn't say, love, just I have spoken to you. Hmm? Love, the same way I have taught you. Mm -mm. Love, as I have loved you. Love, as I have shown you. He was talking about the practical aspect of love. And he did even show them there. He washed their feet. And he said, do this to one another. He washed their feet. He served them. Love is about what? Serving Love is serving. Love is giving. He gave them. He humbled himself before them and served them. And he said, do the same for one another. Humble yourselves under the mighty hands of God and it will lift you up. Love lifts you up. Amen. By this, all we know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. The love of Christ is meant to identify us and to distinguish us. By this, all will know that you are my disciples. All will know that you are my disciples. By the love of Christ, within the family of God, in the church, we will be identified and distinguished as Christians, as disciples of Christ. The love of Christ sets us apart. It's what love does among us and through us. To the world around us is what love does among us and through us to the world around us that sets us apart. What love does among us, then through us to the world that sets us apart is what love does. Love does. The love of Christ will release among us and through us the power of God. Listen to this. The love of Christ will release among us, the love of Christ in our midst will release among us, release into our midst the power of God. And through us, we walk the power of God in signs and wonders and miracles to others. When the world sees that the life of Christ, what is the life of Christ? The life of Christ was in signs and wonders and miracles. Not ordinary life, but extraordinary life. Amen. God wants us to live extraordinary life ordinarily. Amen. God wants us to live extraordinary life ordinarily. Simply, it's what the love of Christ does among us and through us that we identify us with Christ and we draw non-believers. So when he says, by these all we know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another, it's not just, oh, they are Christians. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they go to church. The real thing is, they will be drawn to Christ. By this, all will know that you are my disciples. They will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another, if you do love, if you practice love, not if you speak love, not if you talk love, but if you do love, because love is in the doing. Amen. 